So we were talking in the sugya of the different zman of that you have in a get. You have the zman that's written in the star, and then of course we have the actual time when the get was received by the isha and the gerushin took place. So itmar six lines down. in the get. There's Allah we had in the gemara yavamis that isha once she gets divorced she's not allowed to get married for at least three months, so that we don't have a chashash if she uh, gets pregnant immediately from the second husband and gives birth, who the father of the child is. Because uh, if she gives birth, let's say seven months after she gets married to the second husband, that could be the second husband's Vlad and it's a seven-month baby, or it could be it's a nine-month baby from the first husband. So to avoid that issue, Chazal said you have to have at least a three-month gap between the divorce of the first husband and the marriage to the second husband, so therefore will be no suffolk that any child she has moving forward, if she has it early, obviously, it'll be the first husband's, if she has it later, it'll be the second husband's. So the question is, when does that three months start? Rav Amar Nasina, from when you get divorced, that's the Kanas Chazal, from when you get divorced, from the Nasinas again. Shmuel Amar Mishas Ksiva, Shmuel says no, you can even count from the time of the Ksiva in a situation where there's a gap, obviously. Well, let's say he sends a gap from Dina. So yeah, we'll see the cases. So you can actually count from the date that it has in the Shtar, from the Shatz Ksiva, three months from there. Maskiflo, Rav Nasan Barayishi, the Shmuel. So yes, the Kasha says, Yoimru, a Svar question. Yoimru, Shtay Noshim, Ratzrachas. If a man has two wives, and they live together, and he divorces both of them on the same day, both of them he gives a get on the same day. Zua, Surah, Vesumu, Teres. So one of them, he wrote the get today, and he gives it to her today. The other one, he had written the get three months ago and he decided to give it to her today. Or he sent her a shliach, whatever it is. So you're going to tell me that they're both divorced today and one is allowed to get married right away and the other one has to wait three months? Doesn't that sound strange? Amr Abayas. Abayas said, no. Abayas said, We're not worried that people are going to get confused by that because everybody can see the date in the star. If the date is three months ago, they know. That's why she's allowed to get married right away. Like we said earlier, that when there's a date in the star, apparently has a curl. People are aware of what the date is. Therefore, people are not going to get confused why she's able to get married right away and other women have to wait three months. Says tomorrow though, Tanya Kavasa the Rav, Tanya Kavasa Shmuel. We actually, it's this Machlekes Rav and Shmuel seems to be also Machlekes Tanya because we have two different prices. Tanya Kavasa the Rav that it's from the time of the giving of the get. Says in the Brayis, if a person sends a get, which is the classical case of why there's such a long gap. When he sends it from when she finally gets the get in her hand, and now she's macabre to get and she's officially divorced, says the Bryce She has to wait three months from now. Not three months from when it was written, but three months from now. Now why? So normally you would say there's a halacha that says that once a man decides he's going to divorce his wife or write a get for his, and writes a get, at that point, they're really usher to live together. And if they do live together, actually the get becomes possible. It's called a get yashon. And if a chazal said, if you wrote a get, but you did not give it to her yet, and then they actually live together and they have tashmish, the get becomes a get puzzle. So in this case, when you tell me that there's a three-month gap between the writing and the giving and she has to wait three months, that sounds like where Chayshish, they live together, and that's why where Chayshish, she has to wait three more months to make sure she wasn't pregnant. So if that's the case, maybe the get should be possible, and that the price to throws in. Well, the get Yashan and Chashin, we're not really Chayshish, they live together. Shall we learn Yashachim? We have no indication that they actually live together during these three months, but the reason she has to wait three months from moving forward is because that's the Takanas Chazal, light plug in all cases, it's three months from the giving of the get, even if we know they were separated and not living together for months before then. So that price is like Rav. 
Tanik must the Shmuel. Even other Bryson seems to say like Shmuel from the Shas Ksiva. Hamashlish get the Ishtef. A person writes a get for his wife, and then he leaves it in the hand of a third party. Varmelin, he tells the third party, I'm leaving now. And if I'm leaving now, I'm not going to be around to divorce her. And maybe I'll decide to divorce her when I'm away. Don't give it to her for at least three months. If you don't hear from me in three months, give it to her. If you do hear from me, then maybe I'll tell you to wait, or we'll, we'll see what the story is. But Rashi says clearly, we're talking about a case where the husband is not in town. Because remember, if the husband's in town, then we really don't want to have a gap of date between the writing and the signing and the giving. We said only when it's from Medina Sayyam, and there's a Kolol which we said maybe it's Shumiguna. So here also, if the husband's not around, Shumiguna, we allow you to have a gap between the writing and signing date and between the giving date. That's fine. But Lamaisa, in this case, he said to wait three months. The husband's been out of town for three months since he wrote the Shtar. Mishin Naslo, the price says, once the Shliach gives it, Muterasi Nasum Yat. Well, the get yashon and chashin and Again, we're not worried about anything. They haven't been together for three months. It's not a get yashon, and he has since he wrote the get three months ago. Where that already starts off the counting of three months. We have a brisa like Rav, and a brisa like Shmuel. So how do we paskin? If Kana Rav Papi Rav Ashi Avdi Mishas Ksiva like Shmuel, Rav Papi Rav Huna Bedi Shuav Mishas Nasina like Rav, Ve'Ochus Mishas Ksiva Lamais. We paskin in this case. He says the Gemara says like Shmuel that it's from the time you wrote the get. And not from the time you gave it. Itmar, another similar halacha. We know the halacha is that if a person has a loan, so when Shemitah comes, so if the loan is due and you didn't yet pay the loan back, so Shemitah, we have a halacha called Shemitah Siksofen, that Shemitah cancels the loan, unless you're at a principal or something, but otherwise Shemitah cancels the loan. However, that does not apply to Chiyuvim a person has. For instance, if someone's a mazik, he damages someone's stuff, or he stole something from someone, he can't say, well, I owe you the money because I stole it from you, uh, now it's Shemitah, I don't have to pay you back anymore. It doesn't work like that, because since Bezdin creates the Chiyah for him to pay back what he stole or what he was mazik, that is not canceled by Shemitah. So what does that do to our sugar? What about Aksuba? So a man divorces his wife a few weeks before the end of Shemitah, so he owes her the Aksuba now. Does he say now, when the end of Shemitah comes, uh, that, oh, that's it, Shemitah cancels all chiyuvim, and I don't have to pay you the ksuba? So the is not, because ksuba is also a tenai bezdin. It's a chiyuv of bezdin, and therefore it's not canceled by Shemitah. However, there's a halacha that says that if any of those chiyuvim turn into a halva, so now it's not treated as a tenai bezdin anymore, now it's treated as a regular money you owe, then Shemitah would cancel it if you don't write a prusbal. At what stage does the Chiv of Ksuba, this case we're talking about, turn from a Tanai Bezdin to just regular money you owe? How does that happen? So that's this Gemara. Two things have to happen for the Ksuba not to be considered a Tanai Bezdin. A, the husband has to pay her back some of the money. Okay, so now he already paid her some. And then he said to her, the rest of it I will owe you later. And she said, fine, the rest you can pay me later. So when she is tifkoy, it means you paid back part, and then they agreed to pay back the rest of it on some payment plan, then already it's considered as if it's not a chiyuv bezdan anymore, now it's just a regular chesh and mishpat halacha between them, and now if Shemitah comes, Shemitah would cancel the rest of that owed money. Shmuel Amar, you don't need to have both of those activities. One or the other is good enough. Pagma, avapishlai zagfa, zagfa avapishlai pagma. If you paid back part of the loan, by definition, that means now it's not a chiyav bezdin anymore. It's just a, it's just not alone. Part of the chiyav ksuba. As soon as you pay back part of it, automatically it's considered 
to be a regular chiv, or even if he doesn't pay back any of it, but they agree between themselves on some sort of payment plan, now we will owe the money zakfal and the malve, then already it's considered a regular chiv money and shmita would cancel. So one or the other. Here also, and this is why it's important, because it's a similar structure to the previous halacha, Tanik Ravasa the Rav, Tanik Ravasa the Shmuel, two prices. Tanik Ravasa the Rav, Mehemes Aksum HaShemetis, Mishet Tifkoim V'tizkoim. When you have both, you paid back some, and you made payment plans for the rest. Pagma, Zakva, Zakva, like Pagma, and Mishemetis, Hacha Tifkoim V'tizkoim. So you see this price up, it's Beferish like Rav. Tanik Ravasa the Shmuel, we have a price that seems to say like Shmuel said, Oynes, someone owes money for knas for a rape, or knas by by or Pitoi, any of those cases, or Ksubasisha, and that's our focus, that you agreed to pay it back over time, and then it becomes a regular Chiyov, and Shmita could cancel it. But if they didn't have a payment plan, and the Bryce says, when's that happen? So which Rashi learns means, if she takes him to Bezdin now and says, you owe me the money, and Bezdin Paskins, you owe the money, that's also called Zakfam Bamalva. So according to this Rashi, according to Shmuel, you have one of three options to turn it into a regular Chiv. Either he starts paying it back, or they agree on some sort of payment terms, or she's Toveyim in Bezdin, and Bezdin Paskins, he owes the money. At that point also, it becomes like a regular Halva, and if she doesn't take care of the Prusbal or get, get back the money before Shemitah, Shemitah would cancel it. Another halach, Amar Shmuel, Ksuba is Kemaisa Bezdin Domi. A Ksuba has halacha like a Maisa Bezdin, like we said. A Ksuba is not just an agreement between two people. Ksuba is a Chiyuv of Chazal, maybe even Daraisa, and therefore it has a Din as a Tokev of something Paskin and Bezdin. What did he mean by that? Ma Maisa Bezdin Nichtavim Biyoyim, Venechtamim Balaylo. If Bezdin Paskin, we know Bezdin only sits during the day. So Bezdin sits during the day and they Paskin halacha. Even though they don't get to write the star on it, they they write a star that says what they pasken. They don't write that till the night. So now you have a problem, right? The psak happened during the day, and the written star happened that night. It's not called a star muktum because we focus on when the psak bezdin was. Psak bezdin was during the day, so they can write in the star that it happened during the day. It's not a star muktum because it all goes by the date and the time. When they pass it. So, if you write a ksuba because they're getting married during the day, but they don't have a chance to sign it until after Shkia, but actually the chuppah and the kinyan and everything happened before Shkia, that also works because the actual chiyav starts from the shas of the chuppah, Rashi says, from the mishas ksiba, the nichnas of the chuppah, the kiyav chasnas, who the chal shibuda, even though you didn't sign on it at all, and therefore you could sign later on. It's not called the shtar muktam, even though the date in the shtar is the day before you're actually signing, that's fine. And we have a story like that. Same story. Rav was obviously there by his son's wedding. Rav didn't say that's any issue that they're signing it after Shkia with the earlier date. So you see, Rav agrees to Shmuel's halacha that has a din of tonight bezdin. It could be that case was different because the halacha that says you can't have a star muktum is only when they write the star during the day. They pause, they go for lunch, they come back after supper at night, and now they sign the shtar. It's a shtar muktum, because you're signing on something that has an earlier date, and the chiv only starts when you sign it. But if there are sukin boysayinyin, they were taking care of the ksuba, whatever it is, they were discussing and negotiating, and it just rolled into the night. Since they were a sukin boysayinyin, when they sign it, even if they sign it at night, everybody agrees that that's not an issue. That's just a continuation of the activity that happened during the day, and everybody knows that that's why he's signing it during the day, because that's when it was a continuation of that discussion.
the sign of Blazer Bitzadik, Loishanu than a star muktam is possible, Alakshana Sukum by Sinian. Of Sukum by Sinian, it's kosher and Rashi is because you have a call. Everybody knows what the situation over here is, and everybody knows that the Ksiva starts, that the call of whether this person owes money or Ksuba or whatever the Chiv is actually started during the day. If they pause and take a break, then come back later and, and sign on it, already the rumor only starts, and that the rumors, the stories and the call only starts at night. But if it was one long continuation, then we assume that the call starts during the day, and it wouldn't be an issue of shtar mukt. Back to our Mishnah, we said if Shimon was machshir by a get, if it's muktam. So if you write it during the day, and you sign it at night, Tanakhama said it's possible. If Shimon said it's going to be kosher. I'm a rav, my time of Shimon, like we explained yesterday. If Shimon holds the whole reason you need a zman in a get, isha, is because the chashash of Paris. He holds once the husband writes the shtar, from that time already, he loses the Paris, and therefore that's actually the proper date to write in it for when he writes it, not when he signs it, because at that point already he loses the nixemilug, and therefore she can collect back any nixemilug from the time of the writing of it, and therefore it's not a problem of shtar muktum. However, that's if they write it during the day and they sign it that night or within the next few days. If they wait for 10 days, so it's written on Rishchidosh, and they don't sign it until Yud Aleph, then loy. Then Rabbi Shimon would agree it's possible. Why? For a whole different reason. If you wait 10 days, we're afraid that the husband decided not to divorce her, and they decided to get back together to reconcile or try to reconcile. And as we already explained, when a man and woman, when he writes a get for her, and even if he does not give it to her, but they live together after he writes the get betashmish, it becomes a get yoshan. And if the get yoshan is considered like an old antiquated get, and it's puzzle. So if there's a 10-day gap, then that Tyson explains. Obviously, there could be a 10-day gap from when you write it and sign it to when you give it, because we said you can come from Dinas Yama, it could take months and months and months. But once you sign it, then we assume he's not going to stay, he's not going to any longer be with her unless we know for sure, unless we have a real chashash for some other reason. But when there's a gap between the writing and the signing, so since it's not fully signed, he might say, okay, let's try to get together, let's reconcile, they might get together, and then he decides at the end, let's divorce. Then if there's more than a 10-day gap, or chashish, something happened, or people might think something happened, and therefore, it will be a get possible, and you have to write a new get. According to Shimon, at least, even if there's a 10-day gap, it's no problem. Okay, how long it is? And he said, the pious color is the mill. If they had gotten back together, people would know. Rashi says, because obviously, if they're getting divorced, they were screaming and hollering at each other. Everybody heard all the screaming and hollering for months and months and months. If suddenly there was no more screaming and hollering because they got back together, everybody would know about it, and then we'd have a real issue of get Yashem. For the fact that we did not hear that it was quiet, that here, the silence, you actually just heard them as they were until now arguing for months and months and months and continuing now. We do not assume they got back together. Therefore, according to Shimon, if there's no problem of Shtar Muktam, even if it was signed 10 days later, it would still be possible. It would still be kosher, I'm sorry. Itmar, what about this case? If a man goes over to 10 people, normally he would go over to a cipher and say, write again for my wife, or maybe a cipher and to aid them and say, write it and you two sign it. Here he went over to 10 people. Now, what do you need 10 people to write again? You don't. So two of the people who sign it, every all ten of them have to sign on it. Two of them have a din of edim, and the other eight have a tenai, meaning it's two of them are the kosher edim that we need, and the other eight is just a tenai. He said, I want to, I'm only going to give you the get if all these other eight of my friends sign on it. Okay, but it's not a din in edus, it's a din in tenai. What does it mean in difference? We'll see in a second. No, 
The husband can say, I want extra Edom. Just like you can bring extra Edom for anything here also. He's having 10 Edom. First of all, what's the case? What did he say to these 10 people? Did he say, I want you guys to write a get and give it to my wife. But he didn't say the word kulchem. He didn't say all of you. He just said, I want you, without specifying all of them. So about tonight, we have a Mishnah later on. If you say to 10 people, write it, but you did not say the word kulchem. So just means some of you people write it. So there's no din in the rest of them having to sign it at all. So that cannot be what Rabbi Yechon and Rishakish are talking about. We're talking about a case where he said, I want all of you to sign on it. The only question is, what is the lundus behind all of them signing on it? Are they all signing as Edim? Or are they all signing to our Edim and the rest are all tonight? My benai, who cares? What happens if, according to Abana, we have to sign the day that you write it, so, if you wrote it during the day, two of the eight them signed during the day, and the other eight signed at night. Oh, so now it makes enough kmina. My name is Shumtanai Kosher. So, as long as those other eight sign on it, they're not a din in edus. They're just a din in fulfilling a tonight that the husband wanted. So, they can sign at night. They can sign ten days, and now it makes no difference. But, my name is Shumtanai that they have a din of edus, so it's possible. Because, just like the first two of them have to sign the day it's written, like we said, according to Tanakama, so the other ones have a din of Edus also, and they must sign the day it's written, otherwise it would be puzzles. We have an Afkamina. What if one of those ten people is a puzzle aid, or a relative to the man or the woman? So, what are they? Dalach is, that if you have Edus if you have a bunch of Edus testify about something, and one of them is found to be puzzle, or one of them is found to be a Karev Mishpacha, then they all become puzzle, you throw them all out. So if one of those other eight turn out to be a postulate or a car of a, a relative, does that postulate everybody else? None of them tonight kosher. If they're now on a din of edus, they're not saying any edus. They're just a tonight. Okay, so the first two are kosher edim. The other eight, who cares? When the Yama Mishim edim postle, because then it's an imzachim and cover postle, then everybody is going to be postle. That's the second nafkamina. And then on the side that it's a tonight, we have another possibility of a suffix. So you said if you have the first two are signing Mishim Edus and the other eight are signing Mishim Tanai, it would be okay if one of those other eight is Karver Apostle. But what if two or one of those Karver Apostle signs as the first one or two Edom? So really you have other Edom, you know, number five and number six could be the Kasher Edom. What's the difference? It says the Gemara depends. Some say it's good, and some say even then it would be no good. Why? What's the difference if they, the first two are puzzle? You have the other ones that are kosher. If the, one of the first two Edom who sign on it are puzzle, even though they're not tiny, they're signing me tonight, it looks bad that a carver puzzle is signing a star on the first two Edom, and therefore that might be puzzle because we could get confused with a regular din of stars. Says the Gemara story. Who the Amalul Asar Kasvigalishti told ten people to write it. And Rashi is talking about a case of Kulcham. So they all have to sign it. The question is, are they signing Mishum tonight or are they signing Mishum Edus? Chasam Eitrei Minabiyuma two signed in a day. The Enech Mikamim The other eight signed in, on, on day eleven or twelve. So now you have a whole mix of all these halachas we just discussed. The first question is, are those other eight a tonight or not a tonight? And if they're Edim, 
they signed after 10 days, is that good or not? So according to Tanakam, it's for sure no good. According to Reb Shimon, we had a machlekes in Reb Shimon, can you sign after 10 days? So they did that. Oskarai Dushumalevi, Amalei, and this is the famous expression we have a few times in Shas, since if Shimon says you can sign later, so even if you hold that these eight are din eidos, they're allowed to sign later. Says obviously the husband's not around and she's going to be in guna, etc. Rabbi Shlokish said that you can only sign within 10 days. After 10 days, we're chayish of her get yashon. Rabbi Shuma Levi passes like Rabbi Yechanan that Rabbi Shimon is machshir even after 10 days. Rabbi Yechanan himself said that the two are Adam and the rest of the eight are only tonight. Therefore, who cares when they sign? They can sign on day 50. It makes no difference whatsoever. So why are we saying this only works according to Shimon? Since the other eight are only Mishim tonight, it should even work according to the Rabbanon. Why do you have to rely on Shimon? So it's a mix and match. In terms of, in terms of uh, what is the status of these other eight Adam? We're passing into those other eight Adam of a din of Eidus. But we're going to pass on Reb Shimon and Rabbi Yechon's version of Reb Shimon that they can sign later and even after 10 days that will be kosher and therefore if this woman Mishumiguna we're going to be machsha this get and she's allowed to go get married. Agud.